This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB-S2, modulation 8PSK, Audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm your host Elena Yanaki bringing you the news, but first let's take a quick look at the weather picture. It's nice and warm across the country with maximum temperatures ranging from 20 to 28 degrees Celsius. The noon reading in Bucharest was 25 degrees. And now the news, the headlines. A number of projects aimed to support underprivileged preschool and primary school children are on the government's agenda today. The new compensation and capping scheme for electricity is being discussed today by the Parliament's expert committees. And a coffin of Queen Elizabeth II was taken to Buckingham Palace on Tuesday evening. The Bucharest government is poised to curb the use of Russian antivirus and apps in central and local public institutions for fear they may be controlled by Moscow. A draft law will be discussed by the government today. Similar decisions have already been taken by countries like Germany and Italy. Kaspersky, the company producing one of the most popular antivirus solutions, will be directly affected by this measure, as all its programs will have to be uninstalled from the public IT systems across the country. Any antivirus software has access to computers and can be used as a spying tool. Many Romanian public institutions, including the Bucharest City Hall, purchased and used Russian software due to their low price. A number of projects aimed to support preschool and primary school children from underprivileged areas and to stimulate them to get good results in school are on the government's agenda today. Thus, children from 350 education units will receive a warm meal or a food box in case a warm meal cannot be provided. According to the draft emergency order, the schools and kindergartens benefiting this pilot project have been mainly selected from among underprivileged communities in geographic, economic and social terms. Its initiators say the project will prevent school dropout and strengthen the family school ties. The new compensation and capping scheme for electricity is being discussed today by Parliament's expert committees. The new scheme is due to take effect as of September 1st. According to the emergency order, the consumption threshold for receiving the compensation has been reduced to 255 kWh for electricity. The government thus wants to persuade people to save energy. The legal act does not bring changes in the case of natural gas for household consumers. 
five days after her death in Scotland on September the 8th, the coffin of the late Queen Elizabeth II was taken to Buckingham Palace on Tuesday evening. The coffin will be brought today to Westminster Hall, the headquarters of the British Parliament. The head of the Romanian state, Klaus Johannes, will participate in the state funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. The custodian of the Crown of Romania, Her Royal Highness Margareta and Prince Consort Radu will also attend the funeral service, which will be held at Westminster Abbey in London on September 19th. The day will be a bank holiday in Britain, as the new monarch, Charles III, authorized on Saturday in one of his first orders. World leaders, including the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and representatives of the royal houses are expected to attend the funeral of Elizabeth II. Meanwhile, the new king, Charles III, continues his tour around the kingdom with visits to each of the four nations that make up the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Romania and the Republic of Moldova plan to intensify joint efforts to mitigate the negative effects of the current context generated by the war in Ukraine, the energy crisis, the lack of material and human resources, the disruptions in the functioning of international trade chains and galloping inflation worldwide. The statement was made in Bucharest by the Prime Minister of Romania, Nicolae Ciucă, during the forum Moldova-Romania Capital Bridges, the first high-level forum dedicated to the promotion of the capital markets on the two banks of the Prut. Romanian Defense Minister Vasile Dincu is paying a formal visit to Israel until Friday. According to a communique issued by the Defense Ministry, the minister's agenda includes talks with his Israeli counterpart, formal ceremony at the Yad Vashem Memorial, the Holocaust Museum and the Children's Memorial, as well as visits to companies in the defense industry. The two ministers will be tackling topical issues such as security in the Middle East and the Black Sea, as well as the stage and prospects of bilateral cooperation in the field of defense. On Tuesday, on the first day of his apostolic journey to Kazakhstan, Pope Francis urged dialogue and multilateralism in the face of Russia's senseless and tragic war in Ukraine. I have come here as a pilgrim of peace, seeking dialogue and unity. Our world urgently needs peace. It needs to recover harmony, Pope Francis said from the stage of the Kazakh Concert Hall in capital Nur Sultan. And that was the news. Bucharest and Chisinau have agreed to step up their efforts to mitigate the negative effects of the current geopolitical and economic context. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more details in this report written by Daniela Budu. Romania and the neighboring Republic of Moldova intend to step up their common efforts to mitigate the negative effects of the current context created by the war in Ukraine, the energy crisis, disruptions in international trade circuits and the steep global inflation. This is the announcement made by Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuc after taking part in a forum focused on cooperation in the capital market, held in Bucharest and also attended by Moldova's Prime Minister Natalia Gavrilitsa. 
On this occasion, the two officials analyzed the progress in implementing projects intended to support Moldova in areas like the energy and gas sector, ensuring funding under the 100 million euro assistance package provided by Romania and the 10 million euro direct budget assistance. According to Nikolai Tuka, developing trade and supporting investments are critical to both the consolidation of the bilateral strategic partnership and Moldova's EU accession. Nicolae Ciucă. Anul acesta, în primele cinci luni, comerțul bilateral a depășit deja 1,2 miliarde. In the first five months of this year, bilateral trade already went over 1,2 billion euros thus confirming the accelerated increase in trade between our countries. This is good, but it's not enough. We must make joint efforts and send messages to the business communities in both Romania and Moldova so as to best put to use the potential of the two economies. In turn, Natalia Gavrilica emphasized that Moldova needs a more active capital market and international investments. The Moldovan Prime Minister said professionals are needed in Chisinau, such as insurance and pension fund managers. Moreover, Natalia Gavrilica explained that an investment in the Republic of Moldova should be seen as an opportunity to also access the Romanian market. We know that for some companies the Moldovan market may seem too small to justify an investment, she said. However, given the linguistic and cultural proximity, many Moldovan companies treat the Romanian market as an extension of the domestic one. This is why Romania is by far the largest export market for our businesses. So when you assess Moldova, you shouldn't see it as just a small market of less than 3 million people, but rather as an access point to a combined market of over 20 million potential consumers, Natalia Gavrilica said. The two prime ministers also discussed the support Bucharest is able to provide in the preparations for the start of Moldova's EU accession negotiations and looked at the current progress made by Chisinau in this respect, particularly in the field of the judiciary. Romania's president, Klaus Johannes, the custodian of the Romanian crown, Margareta, and the prince consort, Radu, will attend Queen Elizabeth's state funeral service at Westminster Abbey. I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with more in this report by Roxana Vasile. High-ranking political leaders and representatives of royal houses from around the world are expected to attend the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II, who died on September 8th at Balmoral Castle in Scotland, aged 96. According to Buckingham Palace, the funeral will take place on Monday, September 19th, at Westminster Abbey in London. Romania will be represented by President Klaus Johannes. He has already signed the condolence book opened in memory of the Queen at the residence in Bucharest of the Ambassador of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. In these moments of great sadness, Romania is with the British people and the royal family, sharing your pain and paying respectful tribute to the memory of Her Majesty. Spanning seven decades, Her Majesty's reign shaped modern history and will be remembered as an exceptional symbol of loyalty and commitment to public service. Her Majesty's legacy will remain in our hearts and minds, President Johannes wrote in the condolence book.
As for the Romanian royal family, it received with great pain the news of the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Both descendants of Queen Victoria, Elizabeth II and the former King Michael I of Romania, who died in 2017, were third cousins. According to records, King Michael met his wife, Princess Anna, in 1947 at Elizabeth's wedding with Prince Philip. And in 2012, the Romanian sovereign stood next to the Queen during the events organized on the occasion of the Diamond Jubilee, being linked their entire lives through affection, admiration and friendship. Now, upon Queen Elizabeth II's departure from this world, the custodian of the Romanian crown, Margareta, and Prince Consort, Radu, will attend the Queen's funeral service in London. Her Majesty Margareta found in Queen Elizabeth II, throughout her entire life, unparalleled support, a model of royal leadership and courage, a bright beacon. Queen Elizabeth was always present in the life of the Romanian royal family and kept an uninterrupted family connection. After the death of King Michael and of the Duke of Edinburgh, to Margareta, Queen Elizabeth II was a fundamental point of reference, an element of moral, intellectual, affective and institutional support, the Royal House of Romania has stated. There is a lot of pain these days in the United Kingdom. As for almost all Britons, Queen Elizabeth is the only monarch they have known. However, there is also a lot of hope and enthusiasm for the new king, Charles III, who is also a very close friend to Romania. That was Radio Newsreel. With her recently launched single, I Just Wanted to Call You, Ioana Ignat, one of the revelations of televised quiz shows, has entered a new musical stage, coming closer to the launch of her first album, which we expect to be ample and creative, comprising ballads as well as dance tunes, the artist has keenly worked on in the past five years. Apart from her own hits, Ioana writes songs for many other artists cooperating with leading figures of the Romanian pop rock music, such as Vunk and Holograph. Let's now listen to her latest song, which is the result of her cooperation with Edward Sanda.
Society Today. Hello and welcome to Society Today. I am Kalin Katsoyu. A number of major changes to education legislation presented for public debate in early summer have stirred controversies, as well as fiery responses from teachers, parents, and students. Any side of the polemic, however, agrees with obvious facts. The dropout rate is high, the degree of functional illiteracy among students is growing, the rate of promotion for the high school graduation exam, the baccalaureate, is way below expectations. Controversies emerge when solutions are proposed, and the ones proposed this time by the line ministry are little liked by teachers and students. One of the changes that are proposed is related to admission into high schools. Eighth graders have to take the so-called national evaluation, which is compulsory, but now would also have to take an exam for admission into so-called national colleges. These are public high schools with a certain tradition of excellence, considered somehow elite. This proposal for a separate exam, although supported by school representatives through the Alliance of Centennial Colleges, is not to the liking of the National Federation of Parents' Associations, as we found out from its president, Julian Christakin. We are the only national representative federation. We have established that when the Ministry of Education makes a fundamental change in the system, we should run a poll of our numbers. And over the last two years, we have had an impressive number of responses. The latest poll regarding admission into colleges and the changes in the graduation exam, the one proposed by the Ministry in its latest bill, had over 65,000 respondents. Over 65% of parents are opposed to this proposed admission exam. Our federation agrees. Right now, the colleges where kids get admitted with very high grades would have the possibility of selecting among the students and form elite classes in the first place. 
We don't know why we need to have another exam, subjecting the children to additional pressure in a very short amount of time. They already have to pass the national evaluation, and I suspect that in two weeks at the most, they would have to take yet another very high difficulty exam. Not only in the regular subjects they get tested on, but also in the subjects approved by the boards of schools. Another worry regarding this proposal is caused by the social and economic inequality between town and village, and between large and small cities. National colleges are customarily in large cities, and are generally the venue for kids from families with enough income to live in said big cities, as well as to afford private lessons that allow their children access to these top-tier schools. Many teachers believe that an additional exam would deepen the chasm between thriving and disadvantaged areas. Among them is Doro Castellan, a social sciences teacher at a high school in the city of Galatsi. As I said, to me this is an unfortunate and discriminatory measure. It is a measure that would only deepen already deep problems in the system. Also, I added the fact that it may not necessarily be too bad of a measure if conditions would be provided for these exams to be made compulsory across the system. However, as long as only some would be permitted to have an additional exam, considering that we already have a national evaluation, I don't think this measure would have the intended effect. On the contrary, it would only make things worse. This new education reform bill also takes aim at the baccalaureate, or a high school graduation exam. It would introduce a few new areas that would test together a few related disciplines. Social sciences teacher Doro Castellano notes that this would mean clarifying a few terms first. Let us talk first about standardization, then about cramming things together. Standardization could be taken in its narrowest meaning, that of testing based on closed items, such as multiple choice, with certain subjects unsuitable for that, such as Romanian language and literature. There has been much talk about eliminating the human factor from testing. However, you can only eliminate human error by having a standardization that allows for computer tallying. Until everyone has a clear idea of what standardization means, we will continue to express confusion and worry about pressing together or all the curriculum into a single item. I understand that in the meantime they gave up on cramming in their Romanian language and literature and having it separately. Again, I ask how this standardization would be achieved. In principle, it is impossible to have a single common test for all the competencies in the basic education module. Such a test would be very hard to design so that it would be relevant. You have been listening to Society Today.
coming up next on Radio Romania International. Visit Romania. Welcome to Visit Romania. I'm Eugen Nasta. Today we take you to the town of Cisnadie, located in Sibiu County and once famous countrywide but also worldwide for the quality of the woolen carpets that used to be manufactured in the factories around town. Cisnadie is still impressive thanks to the beauty and relevance of the buildings, but also due to the harmony in which the town's three living cultures blend. We're speaking about the Romanian, the German and the Hungarian culture. The harmonious blend of those three cultures made possible the existence of a very special settlement, rich in traditions and with a beautiful history. So today we're hitting Transylvania in central Romania in a very picturesque area. A very strong attraction point for tourists, Cisnadia lies between hills at a mere 20 kilometers from Sibiu. The town can make a one-day travel destination or a destination for a couple of days. Tourists can opt for spending a holiday in the town of Cisnadia for a great number of reasons. Or at least that's what municipal councillor Daniel Mihailescu says. Some tourists are in search of rest and relaxation. Others come for adventure tourism, while others prefer nature. We have tourists who are interested in discovering new historical assets or cultural aspects. As regards the town of Cisnadia, a string of tourist products took shape, cultural recreation tourism as well as sports tourism. In the Middle Ages, Cisnadia was known as Heltau. It was famous for its sickle, scythe and especially felt manufacturing workshops. The tourist reaching Cisnadie is sure to notice the tower of the fortified evangelical church in the city center. The Belfry Tower, as the locals dubbed it, was a real innovation of the Middle Ages. It was Transylvania's first clock tower. Also, it was the first such tower east of Vienna where a lightning rod was installed. Daniel Mihailescu once again. In Cisnadie, there is the fortified evangelical church, which is consecrated to Saint Valpurga and which was built in the early 13th century. It was fortified in the wake of the Turkish raids of 1493. It is a fortress church which draws a lot of tourists in our town. Right near the church, you can find Cisnadie's textile industry museum a one-of-a-kind such asset across Romania, while its existence was made possible mainly due to the textile industry and its tradition in the town of Cisnadie. Also during winter, in Cisnadie, you can find an indoor skating ring with a surface area of more than 800 square meters. Its entrance fees are affordable for everybody. You can take up hiking in the warm season. There even is a cyclo-tourist route in the town of Cisnadia's central square, welcoming you are the old houses built after 1800 or over 1900 and 1940, perfect samples of the Gothic style. They enable you to admire the typical characteristics of Transylvania's peasant constructions. Also, the narrow and winding streets prevail, while their medieval flavor has been preserved even to this day.
That was Visit Romania. Next in this program... Sports. Welcome to Radio Romania International Sports Club. I'm Eugen Nasta. Romania's national women's volleyball team this past Sunday in Hadera grabbed a 3-2 away win against Israel in sets 22-25, 25-15, 25-21, 23-25 and 15-10. The fixture counted towards the qualifiers preliminary group A ahead of the European Women's Volleyball Championship of 2023. So Romania's women's national volleyball team was one set clear as compared to a runner-up team, Croatia. Our national squad had already secured its qualification to the final tournament. They grabbed their win after two hours and four minutes of play. Top scorers for Romania were Adelina Budai Ungureanu with 23 points, Diana Ariton with 20, and Rodica Buteres with 18 points. Israeli team's top scorer was Polina Malik with 28 points. Romania's national squad began its qualification campaign to the final tournament with a 3-0 home win against Israel. Then another 3-0 win occurred, this time away from home, against Faroe Islands. Romania was defeated by Croatia 1-3, also away from home. Romania then came from behind and secured a 3-1 home win in the return leg. In their fifth game as part of the qualifiers, our national squad grabbed a 3-0 home win against the Faroe Islands in the return leg. In another Group A fixture, Croatia defeated Faroe Islands, also 3-0. Romania is at the top of the table according to Group A's final rankings, with 14 points and a 16-6 set score. Croatia was the runner-up team, also with 14 points and a 16-7 set score. Israel was third place with 18 points. Faroe Islands was the bottom of the table team with zero points. Romania and Croatia have qualified to the 2023 edition of the final tournament, jointly organized by Belgium, Estonia, Germany and Italy. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. Living Romania You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, listen to Truly Romanian. I'm Vlad Palku. Today we will play for you songs from the repertoire of Florica Zaha, a famous folk vocalist representing Bihor County. For starters, listen to her with the song Whoever Listens to Me Sing. Da 
Florica Zaha was born September 15th in Avram Yanku, Bihor County. She graduated the high school in Orada, then she studied law at University of Timisoara. Over the years she took part and won prizes in numerous folk festivals across the country. Let's listen to her next with a fiddler's song. Nineteen seventy-five was the year when Florica Zaha made her debut, more specifically on the televised folk contest The Garden Flower. Shortly afterwards she made her first recordings on the Romanian television, the Electrecord label, and the Romanian Radio Broadcasting Corporation. Let's listen to her with a new song about country life. Mândrei că tată ca să măi la 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 la
Lăsați cleau pe la streșină La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da Și fim toți cu voie bună La, la, da, 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 la, la, la Rău asta că nu-i hori mai La, 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 da, 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 la, la, la La o nuntă ca așa ce mai La, 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 da, 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 la, la Rău asta că nu-i hori La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da La o nuntă ca așa ce mai La, 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 da, 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 la, la, la Și-o asta rău că nu-i cânta La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da La o nuntă ca așa asta mai La, 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 da, 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 la, la, la Nireasă cu rotii albă La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da La tătă lume ești dragă La, 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 da, 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 la, la Nireasă cu rotii albă La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da La tătă lume ești dragă La, 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 da, 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 la, la, la Da, la maica tă urâtă La, 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 da, 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 la, la, da Că da ce e te mărită La, la, la In her nearly 30 years of activity, Florika Zaha collaborated with most folk ensembles across the country. She gave concerts at home, but also in Germany, England, China, the USA, Hungary or Italy. Listen to her next with a wedding song. And we go out with one last song performed by Florica Zaha.
Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Romania's best fiddlers have often been of Roma origin. One of these was accordion player Marcel Budala, who at the age of 23 was hired by the traditional music orchestra of the Romanian Radio Broadcasting Corporation. He was concurrently performing in Bucharest's greatest restaurants with a varied repertoire including lyrical songs, waltzes, polkas and mazurkas. Here he is now the microphone with a lively dance tune entitled The Dance from Savinești. Thank you. 
Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lacrimara Simeon. The Romanian writer and essayist Mircea Cartorescu won the Phil Prize for Literature in Romance Languages, awarded in Mexico. The EFE agency reports. Cartorescu was chosen from among 80 candidates in seven languages for his imaginative and dazzling prose, said in Guadalajara the spokesman of the jury, Antonio Saez Delgado. The jury appreciated that the Romanian author is a multilateral writer of maximalist style, who is fully inserted in the tradition of world literature challenging his readers and critics from all over the world with themes ranging from the world of dreams to existentialism. The prize, worth $150,000, will be handed out on November 26th at the opening of the 36th edition of the Guadalajara International Book Fair, considered the most important such event of the Hispanic publishing world. Mircea Cartarescu is the second Romanian writer to receive the Phil Award after Norman Mana, who received this distinction in 2016. The same Romanian writer Mircea Cartarescu received another distinction, this time the title of Dr. Honoris Causa in Letters and Humanities, from the Menendez Pelayo International University in Santander, writes the Ziarul Romanesque publication. The Spanish institution awarded him this recognition for his lucid literature and very personal work, and the university's board highlighted Cartarescu's boundless imagination and his ability to transform reality into fiction. Mircea Cartarescu said about the event that, quote, It is one of the most beautiful and happiest days of my life. He was supposed to receive the title on July 14th, but the ceremony was postponed because he had tested positive for COVID-19. A poet, prose writer, essayist, literary critic, and publicist, Mircea Cartorescu was born on June 1, 1956, in Bucharest. His books have received many national and international awards and have been translated into many languages. Currently, Mircea Cartorescu is a PhD professor at the Faculty of Letters of the Bucharest University. You are listening to Radio Romania International.
The exhibition Remembering Childhood, the Testimonies of Bessarabian Deportees was opened on August 31st on the Romanian Language Day in Bucharest. The event brought together a collection of testimonies of the victims of the totalitarian regime on the left of the Prut River during the Soviet period in the form of an installation built from photographs embedded into old jewelry boxes. The life stories of the repressed people can be heard as read by the actors Elena Frunze-Hartmann and Gennadie Gulka against the background of the music of Stefan Pana. Personal objects of the deportees were brought from the National History Museum of Moldova, from the open-air museum compound called Memorial to the Victims of Political Repressions from the village of Meren, and from private collections. And for a better understanding of the distance traveled by the deportees in the freight wagons, the artist Ramona Jacob made a map of the Gulag of the Bessarabians. At the same time as part of the exhibition, the animated film Nameless Cat will be screened, a film about the Bessarabians deported to Siberia, made by the Bessarabian artist Gennadie Popescu. The exhibition will remain open until September 25th. 30 Romanian artists are exhibiting in Paris between September 3rd and 18th as part of an extensive Romania-France cultural exchange program organized by the 59 Rivoli Gallery in Paris and the 1001 Arte Association in Bucharest. The exhibition, entitled Future for Free, takes place with the support of the Romanian Cultural Institute and the Romanian Embassy in France and includes over 60 works of painting, sculpture, collage and new media, which address current issues. The artistic dialogue achieved through this visual arts project between Bucharest and Paris is a happy continuation of the cultural season Romania-France and a preview in the French space of the future capital of culture in 2023, namely the western Romanian city of Timisoara, said the president of the Romanian Cultural Institute, Liviu Zygman. The France-Romania Cultural Exchange, in which more than 62 French and Romanian creators participate, began in July when they worked together, held seminars, gave interviews, set up a group exhibition and created a mural painting near the French embassy in Bucharest. Their activity was documented through interviews and video materials that will be the starting point for a short film. At the same time, a bilingual art album with their works will be released. Two shows will represent Romania at the first edition of the International Solo Dance Festival in Jerusalem, which takes place between September 6th and 8th at Hansen House, shows the Romanian Cultural Institute in Tel Aviv. 
One of the shows is called Femina, choreographed by Daniel Alexandru Dragomir and featuring Andrea Volan. The second is Scraps of Sky, choreographed and performed by Andrea Volan. Daniel Alexandru Dragomir is a choreographer, performer, teacher and manager of the Contemporary Creative Dreamers Dance Company. He is a graduate of the National University of Theatre and Cinematography I Le Caragiale in Bucharest. He plays an important role on the Romanian contemporary dance scene, contributing to the development of this field by organizing workshops with internationally recognized Romanian and foreign teachers. Andrea Volan is a second-year student at the Choreographic Art Master's program at the same National University of Theatre and Cinematography. As a ballerina, she collaborated with the Comic Opera for Children between 2015 and 2017. She is a member of the Ballet Corps of the Bucharest National Opera and of the Contemporary Creative Dreamers Dance Company. Choreographers from more than 15 countries participate in the International Solo Dance Festival in Jerusalem. Blind athletes Razvan Nedu and Alex Benka from the national paraclimbing team conquered the 3,798-meter Grossglockner and the 4,478-meter Matterhorn peaks in the Alps, the Climb Again Association announced, which coordinates the Romanian paraclimbing team. The expedition of the Romanian athletes, whose cumulative visual capacity is only 1%, lasted almost two weeks. The two were not at their first achievement of this kind. In 2019, Alex Benka achieved the first ascent on Kalimanjaro by a blind Romanian climber. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From me, Le Primarasimion, it's goodbye now. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15320 and 17670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>